Hi, I'm Michael. I'm developer of Tensor, and we're listening to the Sega Lounge. Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello everyone, the doors of the Sega Lounge are once again open for everyone, hoping to have a good time listening to a friendly chat and an evil game. Thank you all for being here, whether you're listening directly on our website, thesegalounge.com, or through the various podcast services out there. The fact that you took the time to listen to this episode is amazing, and it's very much appreciated. Thank you. As I mentioned last week, September 30th was International Podcast Day. We celebrated it early, in a way, with the amazing Sega Guys from the Sega Guys Retropod. But I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to other amazing podcasts out there. Like the Saturn Junkyard's Titancast, the Arcade Perfect Podcast, Dreamcast Years, and of course, the Sega Guys Retropod. This special shout out focused on podcasts that were featured on this show during its current season. But please do check out previous episodes featuring podcasts, they're all amazing. And naturally, check out all the amazing on-demand versions of Radio Sega Live shows, which will keep you entertained every single week. Now that that's out of the way, on to this week's episode. This week's guest is Mikhail Tillander, or Michael Tillander the Swedish developer behind a fairly recent Mega Drive game called Tenzer. It's a blend of different genres, the most notable ones being platformer, hack and slash and shoot 'em up. A fast-paced action game with an amazing soundtrack that you can get for your Mega Drive or Genesis in physical format. I talked to Michael about his hobby as a video game developer, his newfound love for the Sega Mega Drive and what to expect from him in the future. Check it out. Hello, Michael. Welcome to the Sega Lounge. Thank you so much. Thank you so for much for being me. here. Yeah. yeah, great, great pleasure to have you. Mm-hmm. Actually, very good to have you here. We, we've been talking for a bit, trying to make this work on both our schedules. So it's very good to finally have you here. Yeah, uh, we started in like June. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because I actually found out about your game uh, a few man- months back, uh, tried it, loved it, and wanted to to have you on the the show to talk about it and to you know to let our listeners know a little bit more about that game about Tensor. But before we get into Tensor, let's talk about you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your history with video games when you started playing them, uh, first games, things like that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I can start with myself, I guess. I'm Michael. I'm in the late 40s. I live in Sweden in a, cold, in, in a town called Linköping. I got a wife and two kids. Uh, doing development for smart cameras as a day job. And I've been doing games in my spare time since I was something like 13 when I got my first computer. Mm-hmm. It was a Commodore VIC-20. Started with doing Petsky text adventures. That was really fun. And saved them on tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> and later I bought a Commodore 64 and finally an Amiga. That was, yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. in early 90s. And I, yeah, I got a PC in the middle of the 90s as well. 66 megahertz one. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah. No, I've been doing games most spare time. Yeah, okay. since I was thirteen, more or less. So, n- not something that you do as a day job. No, it isn't. No. no. Okay. I, I did it for a while. I had my own company from two thousand and five to 
2004 to 2007 or something like that, doing uh, not smartphone games, but mobile games for the old phones, you know, Nokia S60 mm -hmm. and the ones, the J2ME uh, uh, mm -hmm. era. But other than that, no, just as a hobby. Okay, okay, that's great. So from from back in the day, from the games that you started playing when you were younger, um, what would you say are your you know biggest influences? Maybe the ones that you still remember as your favorites, the ones that you liked the most when you started playing games. I played a lot of arcade games when I was really young, but uh, nothing really caught my attention, so to speak, to uh, make and do myself until 1985 when uh, Gunsmoke came out mm -hmm. and I was totally hooked. I still play it today, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best game ever made by far. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's a, it's a soul inspiration. Mm -hmm. What was it about the game, or what is it about the game that it, you find so? It looked you know, so good, and it yeah sounded too good as well. Playability is a bit like that, but once <laughs> <laughs> you master it, it's really really fun. Okay, okay, excellent, excellent. Do you happen to have the arcade cabinet? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, I don't think it was on a dedicated one. It was just a kit was sent mm -hmm. out but yeah i got the pcb and i got a few cabinets and one of them got it constantly okay mm. yeah i i asked because you know you were talking about the game so fondly that i thought mm, he probably has a cabinet and he plays that <laughs> a lot uh, yeah <laughs> I, I bought the pcb in 96 or 95 or something really awesome. really cheap from the us i imported it mm -hmm. and it's been in my Possessions and sound. Okay, excellent, excellent. So that that's your. If you, if you could just p pick one game, you know, that you could uh, play only play that game for forever, that would be Gunsmoke. Yeah, it would be. No question <laughs> about it. <laughs> excellent. That's great. That's great. Um, and so you're you're not as you said this is not your day job. So you started developing really young. Mm -hmm. You still do it for fun as a hobby. What is it about developing games that you enjoy? It's a lot of stuff, actually, but it's nice to see uh, the end result. It's nice to have something to work against and actually reach the goals. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis, it's more like seeing the development of it and learning new things. And since okay. I do programming or development by day as well, so I mean, it goes hand in hand. You find new tools and stuff like that. So it's it's good for my day job as well. And, <laughs> yes. and vice versa. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can, you know, sharpen your skills uh, at work and then at home with your hobby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I like doing pixelating, uh, you know, graphics as well. So mm -hmm. I don't do that by day, so to speak. But it's fun to play around with. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so you, uh, the the game that I that caught my attention and made me contact you was Tensor. Uh, but before Tensor, did you develop many games? For example, for because this one is a Mega Drive game. Yeah. Is this the first one that you built, uh, especially for the Mega Drive, or had you worked on other games for for that console? No, it was the first one, and I think it's the first console game. Oh, well, Xbox 360. I did the games for mm -hmm. so it's not the first console, no. But uh, yeah, it's the first Mega Drive. Mm -hmm. I, the whole story started with me wanting a Mega Drive for my as a Christmas present for my wife in 2018. Yeah, okay. Christmas, and, yeah, <laughs> and I forgot about asking it, <laughs> and I got it, so what a, like a surprise. <laughs> and I started, I uh, played a few games on it right away, because I didn't have one as a kid, mm -hmm. just wanted to have one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a few weeks afterwards, I 
decided to do something for it <laughs> because it's a new machine, a new machine for me, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when yeah. Tensor was born. Mm-hmm. So you said you never had a, a Mega Drive growing up. Did no. you play other consoles? Because, you know, you're a little bit older than me. I'm in my late 30s, so... Uh, I grew up with the Mega Drive and other consoles, um, but you grew up maybe with, you know, computers, right? So yeah, yeah, mostly computers. But we did, yeah. did have a Nintendo, eight uh, bit one, the NES. Okay, the NES. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then later the family, so to speak. When I moved out, they got a Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo as well. Mm-hmm. So I played a lot of Super Nintendo. I did. Okay. But, yeah, and I rented the Mega Drive a few times. Played Sonic and, mm-hmm. uh, and Streets of Rage, too. Yeah. Okay. Great games. Great yeah, games. Yes, they are. <laughs> and Echo. Yeah. Dolphin. Echo. Well. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Good games as well. Part of my childhood as well. <laughs> so, so you decided to uh, develop Tensor uh, for the Mega Drive solely because you got one recently and wanted to do something for that system or were there any other reasons behind developing No, that was the only it? reason. <laughs> oh, I have this machine. I have to do something about it. <laughs> something for it. Yeah. Awesome. That's and, uh, great. Yeah, That's great. Started doing some collaborations and it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, if anyone wants Tensor on a different console, they should gift you that console so that you can you know, develop yeah, yeah, the game for it. We'll yeah. probably end up with a different game. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I promised in the Kickstarter that it would be a, uh, yeah, only for the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have to keep that promise. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so let's talk a little bit about Tensor itself, so the game and what it is and how it all came together. So I wasn't aware of... The Kickstarter, I, I never saw anything about it. Not sure why. Uh, that's why we're only speaking now. But so you you ha- you got a, a Mega Drive. You started playing some games on it, and you decided to develop something for that system. What uh, came next? How did you go to Kickstarter? Why did you decide to do that? I started uh, development in January or February. And uh, when I saw the, uh, it's a development kit called SDDK, mm-hmm. which is the, it's made by Stefan Longwill, is his name, I think, a Frenchman. And it's so you can actually make the game in C instead of an assembler. And it turns out that the Mega Drive was really powerful in that sense. So you can actually use C and do something uh, with performance wise, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I started doing, you know, just draw some a basic character and had them jump around and draw, draw some enemies. And uh, yeah, on that way it was uh, until I had two complete stages in May 2018, or was it 19? No. 2018, right? 18, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, t- we're 2020 price. now, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was Christmas 2017 I got the, the Mega Okay. Drive. Yeah, and mm-hmm. by May 2018, I saw that people made their own cartridges and sold. So I thought I, would, I could make a Kickstarter or try to see if someone's interested, interested in this and just print a few, you know, do the soldering myself and everything. Could be fun, mm-hmm. I thought. So I did the Kickstarter. And ask, uh, I asked for a modest more amount of money, but I got like 200 that really wanted the so, game, so I was really yeah. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. So, in 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 so to to put things into perspective, you uh, asked for 20,000 uh, Swedish crowns, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And you got 145,505, which is above and beyond what you asked for. What is seven times as much or something? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 262 people backing the game. No, no, 
it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Excellent. Mm, but uh, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I can't solder these. <laughs> it's going to take ages. <laughs> where where should I find all of the cartridges? You know. Yeah. Then, but MegaCut Studios, James there, he contacted me early and asked if he could do it. And you know, looking at his price and everything, it was a no-brainer. You know, I didn't have mm-hmm. to do anything about that shipping and everything. It was just mm-hmm. yeah. Turned out great. And the game itself was unfinished in six months afterwards. So it took a year from I started coding for the Mega Drive till I had the game finished, more or less. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. And so if you had to explain uh, to people who know nothing about the game what Tensor is, how would you describe it? <clears throat> <laughs> it's a, <laughs> most people that's played it says it's a it's a cross between uh, the Super Nintendo game again and uh, Shadow of the Beast for the Amiga. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's a it's a good description of it. Maybe it's 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 a purple character running around fighting baddies mm-hmm. in a platform environment. Yeah. Yeah. At first glance, if you look at it, and when I started playing it, I thought this is a platforming game of sorts. But then it turned into like a cross with uh, shoot 'em up, maybe hack and slash. But uh, again, and I I think I I saw someone refer to this as a, a little bit of a rhythm game as well, because. You have to be, it's it's fast-paced. You have to, you know, time your attacks, time your jumps and whatnot. So the music is excellent as well. So it's it's like, it's hard to describe, I have to say. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite unique, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> A few of the gameplay, gameplay items. Mm-hmm. Or the mechanic where you jump and if you hit the, an enemy in, in the air while jumping, you get another jump. So uh, instead of having just a double jump, you actually in the game have a triple jump from the beginning. But if you hit an enemy in the air, you will add another jump as well. So you can be in the air the whole stage until the end boss. And yeah, including the end bosses as well. So And you get, you get yeah, extra points as a bonus at the end, the more you spend more time you spend in the air as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a special mechanic that I introduced. Yes. People seem to like as well. But yeah, most of the people don't use it at all. They just run around on the ground and do the jumps when they have to. And <laughs> play it like a normal hack and slash game. Yeah. You know, I, I have to say, it's a very fun game. Uh, I I suck at it. Uh, obviously, as I do with many games, but it, it's very fun, and it, it doesn't feel. And while it's a little bit hard at points, uh, at some points it turns a little bit frantic and and stuff. But uh, it never feels like you're uh, being cheated or something. It's just because you're not. If you if you die or if you get hit, it's because you're not good enough. So it's you know it's very tight gameplay. It's very good. Really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the the GIF of uh, Ghosts and Goblins or Ghosts and Ghouls? Is it Omega Drive and the Hitbox? When the comparison that's going around now? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a, that's an unfair game when it comes yeah. to hitboxes, at least. That's and true. It's, yeah, it's really great to show in that GIF that's going around now. So yeah, no, it's a really really small hitbox, and that comes from mm-hmm. the comes from the shmup side of the game, so to speak. It's mm-hmm. just more or less just the heart that's your hitbox. You know, yeah. As long as you avoid the bullets with that one. So you're mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. it's fair okay. in that regard. Yes, it is. It is very fair. Okay. The music is also great. Mm-hmm. So who's behind the music? He's called Johan Aguren. He's a former colleague of me when I lived in Stockholm in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great guy. And he's uh, yeah, we did the CD. Have you seen that as well? The sort of yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
he's he's on the cover of it if you've seen it so you know how he looks <laughs> he's on the so he's um the name yeah, yeah the name. you, you yes. want yes 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 definitely so this was a uh in regards to the game itself it was a one-man job but then we have soundtrack by you one right yeah. and you had an artist as well for the cover and all of that yeah there's two cover artists so to speak the japanese mm -hmm. one and all of the action poses were made by a guy called hernan ariel alvarez and the original cover art, or the one with the wagon behind it, it's made by Fergie Susetsu. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I found them on the okay. internet and used okay. them only for this. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. So a, a very simple project at heart. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So were you expecting it to get as much traction as it did, and especially the, the Kickstarter to have as many people backing it as no, it did? No, not at all. Not like, not like this. <laughs> I, get, I get fan mail every day. It's really fun, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cool. Excellent. With the, with the FVK release, all of the videos showing it is showing a lot of Tensor as well. So it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So it's now available on the Evercade as well. Yeah, it is on okay. the Meerkat Studios cartridge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. So how did you find developing for the Mega Drive? Yes. Was it hard? Was it easy? No, it was really easy, actually, uh, because of the, the development kit that I used, the SDDK. It's really mm -hmm. well done, so it's really easy to get started. And it's really easy to extend yourself on it yourself. So, you know, where there are very slacking, you can always add stuff yourself. And it, it does uh, regular updates to it as well. So, I mean, yeah, it's really easy when, when you've got someone doing the <laughs> development kit for you, so to speak. If I should have done it with assembler from the start and having to learn all of the machine or the hardware peculiarities it would be really hard i think mm -hmm. it would have taken longer a lot longer yeah so just use the tools that you had available for yeah you. exactly right. yeah. excellent excellent so I can, and yeah i did it in c instead of assembler mm -hmm. that really earns a lot of time or <laughs> saves great great mm -hmm. so people can get the game by going to the Megacat Studios uh, website, yes, megacatstudios.com, and finding for uh, looking for Tensor, um, there are a few different options. Yep. So you can have you can get the just the cartridge mm -hmm. uh, with the Genesis logo or the Mega Drive logo, right? So for the Mega Drive, a European system or uh, a US system, or you can get the full thing with the box and manual. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so people can get it, and although it's region free, you can uh, have it customized to your own region if you if you so desire. Yeah, right. it's it's up to how your shelf looks. Exactly. <laughs> if, if, if you have the red or the, the blue spines, <laughs> you don't want to mix them. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So ever since you got the Mega Drive, you, you said you uh, played a few games when you were younger. Now you have a system as well. Have you, do you have a big library of Mega Drive games no, right now or not really? It's, it's not that many. No. Uh, <laughs> have you discovered I, I've any classics it. now? <laughs> yeah, I've discovered all of the classics, <laughs> but I don't have them in my collection. Now I got okay. an EverDrive, you know, using okay. you know, SD card. So. Mm -hmm. I can at least try the games out. The ones I can't afford to buy, I have to try them out at least. Yeah, it's it, it's hard being a retro game collector these days, right? Yeah, it is. It's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if you don't want to collect them, but you just want to you know, like play them. Yeah, they're, they're not renting them out anymore, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent, excellent. Um, any any ones that you didn't play as uh, a kid that now stand out 
as great games for you, ones that you find very enjoyable? Yeah, all of the two are plan games. I didn't okay. play them at, <laughs> in the 90s at all, you know. But I've, mm -hmm. I'm just playing them now. <laughs> I, I hardly play any other one. Some Grindstormer, especially, and a mm -hmm. lot of Twin Cobra. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. What is it about, so, so shoot-em-ups, yeah. mostly, yes. you're enjoying these days. And there's something about shoot-em-ups in Tenzer as well, right? So there's, yeah, there's yeah, the, is, yeah. an element of shoot-em-up in that game. What is it about shoot-em-ups that you enjoy so much? Uh, that's a good, you know, it's usually, it's usually a game doesn't last that long. And since I don't have that much time to play games, Mm -hmm. It's a good thing if you die early, <laughs> <laughs> so you can quit it, you know, until you start to get too good at it, and it takes longer, and you have to <laughs> change game. But that's the thing with two-up-long games, that you can't really, you can't really learn them, yeah, yeah they, they're always short. <laughs> so, yeah. so that that's something that... Uh, it, it's a large part of it, then, then yeah. when I grew up, it was mostly, it was mostly the the genre that was existing, you know, there wasn't mm -hmm. any, that much, many more. So from nostalgia, nostalgia perspective, it's shoot them up as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it's uh, actually uh, something that someone told me if, uh, a few days ago, and I find it interesting and, and a bit true as well, uh, that in at first, even with consoles like the NES, the, the Mega Drive, the SNES, the the even early maybe Saturn days and stuff, is that the home console experience and home video game experience was a little bit a continuation of the arcade experience. Yeah, yeah. In terms that it, the games were not that long, uh, levels were not that long as well, mm -hmm. and uh, if you think about it, even games like Sonic, first one at least, was you know had moderately short levels like an arcade experience and you can complete them in not a long time so maybe a few seconds or a little bit over one minute if you're decent at playing those games so that's something that you even with other genres and even with uh, home consoles we still got that arcade experience that arcade spirit in in games back in the 90s and late 80s right yeah I mean, it, I think it's because of two reasons. Uh, one that uh, every every gamer wanted their arcade experience at home, so they really wanted the arcade games mm -hmm. for the home release. You know, so they, yeah, it, and for the Western developers as well, they wanted to make arcade games. You know, like this in the arcade and move it into the home, and then the the memory and you know performance restrictions on the home consoles and computers uh, you couldn't do any longer adventures with them so to speak without having repetition in the graphics and so on so if you do did really hard <laughs> games <laughs> you know it's yeah they lasted longer yeah until you finished them so yeah mm. that's my that's my theory at least yeah. And we were not uh, f first of all we had more time because we were younger yeah. so we could we could play them again and again and again. Uh and also that's why games were a little bit harder. Uh, we we could you know just you had the patience as well as uh, maybe as as kids. <laughs> that's that true. Yeah. Kids nowadays don't have uh, <laughs> apparently. Uh but but yeah, that sometimes people complain about retro games being very hard and or harder than they remember because we changed as well mm -hmm. and our lives are busier and more frantic <laughs> not enough patience not enough time so it's an issue yep. yes <laughs> good times though yes <laughs> okay excellent um michael any plans to develop other games in the future any mega drive or other yeah, well, games always. for other systems. I'm, I'm always developing something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. Good. Somewhere. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm doing the uh, uh, shoot them up actually with, without mm -hmm. the platforming stuff for the Mega Drive. Okay. A game called ZPF, 
or CPF, mm-hmm. which <laughs> is, you know, the letter Z, is it C? Yes. Is it C Z, in the US? Z or, or Z, Z, right? Yeah. Z, Z in the U, in American English or Z British English. Uh, you know, Z uh-huh. is the British one. Yeah, okay. So it's yeah, yeah. ZPF. Uh, yeah, and it's a horizontal sh- shmup. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm co-developing it with uh, a graphic artist called uh, Parasessions, or is known as Grysor mm-hmm. in the shmups community and he's a pixel artist yeah it's one of the greatest i've ever seen so to speak it's really really great and he just released a game called super xyx as well have you heard of that i don't think so <laughs> or, or neo they did a neo geo neo geo game called neo xyx mm-hmm. as well so yeah uh, but yeah but he's doing that the graphics for this, the new game I'm developing. Okay. Or actually, it's a, a game that he started developing on the PC a couple of years ago, and we're doing a version for the Mega Drive of it, so to speak. Okay, that's mm-hmm. great, that's yeah. great. Any plans of taking it to Kickstarter, or are you doing this without We that? Yeah, we did have that plan a year ago, but uh, yeah, the development is taking time, and then this corona thing happened and everything so we're just taking it easy and mm-hmm. trying to make the best game we can and we'll see what happens okay that's great so that's a new mega drive game coming from you soon yeah well soon ish <laughs> soon ish <laughs> soon, soon ish. Yeah. Well, as soon as possible as, as soon as possible yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no we, there's a lot of content in there and everything but we really want to polish this too be as great mm-hmm. as it can. His yeah. graphics deserve it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just got the uh, music guy signed up for this as well. So the and it's really really great. It's Jamie. His name is Jamie, and he's doing really great music for it. So. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, yeah. We're planning on releasing a, a small teaser trailer very soon for it. Okay. So we can see. So we'll be sure to stay tuned <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got a few screenshots on our Twitter mm-hmm. account, so people okay. can see how it looks real. Yeah, already now. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So, Michael, let's mm-hmm. take a quick break here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, I have a surprise for you. Okay. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Maybe it's a good surprise. Maybe it's a bad surprise. We'll see. <laughs> maybe it's a we'll bad see. surprise. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> Tired of listening to the same music on the radio over and over again? Wouldn't it be great if you could have a station that played your favorite Sega music and remixes 24 hours a day, 7 days a week? Luckily, there's Radio Sega, an online radio station dedicated to the best in Sega and Atlas music. And you can request your favorites at any time. Plus, Radio Sega has live shows including a first-hand preview of the Sega Lounge. You can find the full schedule of shows and listen to the station by going to radiosega.net. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Welcome back, Michael. Thank you. Hello. So it's time for your surprise. Every time someone comes on the Sega Lounge, there's a surprise called the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> what is the Sega Launch Challenge? Well, it's different every time because it depends on the guest, depends on what I think about, what my crazy idea was. So for you, 
uh, I know you didn't grow up with with uh, the Mega Drive, for example, with many uh, consoles. So what I have here is a few questions uh, related to two things. For one, the Mega Drive, okay, Mega Drive games, and the other part is Toplan games that I know you enjoy very much. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to fail this. <laughs> we'll What's see, my punishment? We'll yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that, that is to be discussed oh, okay, later. Okay. <laughs> you will have to pay handsomely oh, to okay. leave this place now. Okay. You're a, a prisoner here. <laughs> okay, so um, I have a few, a few questions related to Mega Drive games and others related to Toplan games. Hmm? So we'll see how it goes. They are a little bit randomized here. Uh, I'll try to ask them maybe one at a time. So let's start with let's start with the Toaplan question, mm. right? You love these games. So question number one. Uh, first of all, Michael, are you ready? Yeah, well, no, but, <laughs> but <shoot>. excellent. <laughs> no, no is the correct answer. It is. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> One no point. one is ever ready for this. Yeah. Uh, one point, yes. <laughs> okay, so first Toplan-related question. Mm. Uh, related to the game Truxton. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so uh, all of these are uh, multiple question, multiple-choice questions. So, oh, I don't uh, even have to remember them. You don't right. have... Oh, yeah, you, don't, you just need to think a little bit and choose one. Yeah. So question number one. In Truxton... What is the name of the ship you control? <laughs> so, mm? option A. Or, or maybe you'd know the answer. Do you know the answer? <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> no, okay, okay. So, I have option, no idea. option yeah. A. <laughs> uh, the Super Ace. Option A, the Super Ace. Option B, the Super Fighter. Fighter. Option C, the Super Warrior. So what is the name of the ship? Is it the Super Ace, the Super Fighter, or the Super Warrior? Super Warrior. <laughs> so you go with option C. With C, yeah. With C. Any particular reason why? No, I have no idea. <laughs> it's some most likely, yeah. It probably is the Ace, but yeah, I go with mm. Warrior. So let's go. Final answer: the Super mm. Warrior. Yes. Yep. Michael, your answer is incorrect. Unfortunately, <laughs> the correct answer was the Super Fighter. Oh, the Super Fighter. Okay. Option oh. B. Option yeah. B. No worries. No worries. We oh, have more. Yeah. And have this more. was the easy one. Now it's getting harder. <laughs> or maybe it's the other way around. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> the hard one maybe is, is the next one. The next Toplant question is this hard. But we'll, we'll get to that. Let's go with the Sega question. Let's not just go Mega Drive. Let's go Sega in general. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll help you as well. So question number two. Yeah. In 2020, this year, Sega is celebrating a milestone anniversary with a campaign called Go Sega. How old is Sega this year? And this, do you want choices or? Yeah, I want choices. Yeah? I always okay. want choices, yeah. Always want choices. Yes, always. Okay, so option A, 40. Option B, 50. Option C, 60. <laughs> God, you have like 10 and then the right answer like 200 <laughs> <laughs> so Sega oh is 40, 50 or 60 years old this year and they, they launched a campaign called Go Sega to celebrate is Sega 40, 50 or 60 years old they can't be 40 because they've been around They're older than yeah, 40. They're older than yeah. 40. So is, mm -hmm. is it 1970 or 60? 
I'll say 60. What is option C? So option C, 60? Hmm? Is that your answer? Yeah, if, if it was option C, yeah, then it's... Yeah. <laughs> your answer is correct. Oh. Of course, of course. Yeah. That's why they went with Go, Sega. No, because like the G, yeah. Yeah, yeah, looks like a six. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Okay. I wouldn't have gotten that even if I knew it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good job, good job, good job. One point, one point. Let's let's keep going with question number three. Back to Toa Plan Games. This time, Musha. Oh. Okay. Uh, maybe this. I think this is the harder question. Let's let's take a look. In 1990, Japanese and U.S. players got their hands on Musha. Musha is an acronym, so it's M U S H A. It stands for something. What does it stand for? Okay, Musha, M-U-S-H-A. So does it stand for A, Metallic Uniframe Super Hybrid Armor? Option B, Metallic Uniform Super Human Advance. <laughs> so... Or C, metallic undergarment support human android. Thank you. <laughs> At least I've got just two options now. <laughs> I will so, repeat, yeah. I will repeat. Option yeah, okay. A, me metallic uniframe super hybrid armor. Option B, metallic uniform superhuman advance. Or C, metallic undergarment support human android. It has to be A. So metallic uniframe super hybrid armor. Yeah. Why? Because I think I recognize the uniframe thing. Oh, it's not because of the rest, just the No, uniframe. it's just no, it's okay. just the uniframe. <laughs> so not uniform no. or or undergarment. No, not undergarment. No. no. I don't think <laughs> no. it's undergarment. So. Yeah. <laughs> And your answer is correct. Well done. That's it. <laughs> Metallic Uniframe Super Hybrid Armor Musha. Musha. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you got this one, you'll get the rest of them because oh, that's, they are that easy. They are that easy. Okay. Uh, well done. So two points so far, which is great, which is great. Not many people get one point. Oh, so two points is great. Can I take the money and go now? <laughs> no, not an no, option okay, yet. Okay, not an okay, option okay. yet. <laughs> You'll have to pay if you want to go now. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay mm. Let's go with another uh, another Sega question. Mm. Okay. So, in Outrun, are you familiar with Outrun? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. In Outrun, what brand of cars mm. do you drive? Okay. So, mm. what what cars do you drive? Is it A? Ferrari, B, Porsche, or C, Lamborghini? It's Ferrari. Because I can see the horse, you know, flipping when you go left and right on the arcades. <laughs> the Ferrari horse. No question about it. No, it no doubt. No. Would be cool if it was a Lamborghini, but no, it's just a Ferrari. <laughs> it's just a Ferrari, it's just a says, Ferrari. Yeah. he says. <laughs> Your answer, Michael, is... Correct. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. Back to Toplan. Back to Toplan. Um, and that means, let me just do something here really quickly because I forgot to save the recording. Just... Okay. 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 Let's just. Okay. It, it's saved. Okay, so, mm, question about Toplan games. Okay, another one. Number five. This 1993 Mega Drive shoot 'em up, developed by Toplan and MM Software, and published by Tengen exclusively in Japan allowed players to choose between two versions of the game, a port of the arcade version and a separate Mega Drive version. 
what game am I talking about? So a game that allows you to choose between two versions of the game. Okay. When you start the game. Yes. Oh, okay. Options, man. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the options are the options yeah. are A. Slap Fight MD. B. Grindstormer. Or C. Twin Hawk. So oh my God. somewhere somewhere in the game you you had the option to mm -hmm. choose between the arcade version and a, a, a slightly different Mega Drive version. I played Twin Hawk like twice. But mm -hmm. I don't remember there being any option for that. So it has to be Slap Fight. Because I haven't, I haven't slap, played slap Fight, fight MD, so. Grindstormer, and Twin Hawk. No, it's, it's a Slap Fight MD. Mm -hmm. And have, the reason gone. for that is because. I haven't played it. And I don't mm -hmm. remember seeing that in Twin Hawk. I played Slap Fight mm -hmm. when I when I was a kid, and I hated mm -hmm. that game. So <laughs> I haven't even tried it on the Mega. Okay. Yeah. So your answer is Slap Fight MD. Yeah. And your answer is correct. Oh. Well done. Pew. Very Thanks. good. Yeah, Four you. points. Four out of five. That's oh. great so far. Very good. So that means we're halfway there because oh. we have ten questions. Mm -hmm. So halfway there. And you're doing great so far. So let's go with uh, the next one. The next one is uh, a Sega question. And this is related to Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. Okay. So you, you said you, you played the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what notable Sonic team member is credited in Sonic the Hedgehog? Under the name U2, as YU and the number two. So back in the day, they didn't show their names, they had like monikers. Yeah. So, what notable Sonic team member is credited in Sonic the Hedgehog under the moniker U2? Mm. Do you know the answer? No. 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 Okay. No idea. The, the options are option A, yeah. Yuzo Koshiro. Option B, Yuji Naka, or option C, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi. Option A. <laughs> it's just a guess. <laughs> so, I have no idea. So option A was Yuzo Koshiro. Yep. Option B, Yuji Naka. Option C, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with A. With A, Yuzo Koshiro. Any so just a guess? Yeah, it's just a, a guess. I have no any idea who any of these people no, are? No, I have no idea who any of them. Uh, well, uh, one of them made a part of Sonic. <laughs> well, uh, yes, that's yeah, why. But, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's why the question. Yes, oh, that's yes. Why it's okay. Yes, yes, but so so which one, Yuzo Koshiro? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with A. Yes. Okay. Your answer is, unfortunately, incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer was Yuji Naka. Okay. Yuji Naka yeah, was yeah. the correct answer. Uh, and also, this of the three, this is the only one that is part or was part of Sonic Team. Yuzo Koshiro, very famous video game composer, did the soundtracks to all the Streets of Rage games yeah, yeah. and, okay. and yeah. others. Yeah. Uh, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, also a musician, oh. <laughs> uh, composer and singer in many games, yeah. Sega games. Yuji Naka, the, the programmer that worked on Sonic the Hedgehog, okay. uh, many times called the father of Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. So that was the correct answer. No, no worries. <laughs> four points and th four questions left. <laughs> and we still have two more uh, Toa Plan related questions. So let's go with those. Which Mega Drive shoot-em-up developed by Toplan and released in Japan and the US in 1990 and in Europe in 1992 allowed you to fire either straight to the right, straight to the left, straight up and down, or diagonally in four directions? Yeah. Okay. This I know. This you know. So yes. would you like to tell me the answer 
Now, Hellf Hellfire. Hellfire. So, would you like Hellfire. to listen to the options? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, and and there, what if if there's no Hellfire <laughs> in the options? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So option yeah. option A. Yeah. Twin Hawk. Option B, Hellfire. <laughs> Option C, Fire Shark. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's B then. It's, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty That's sure. not. I'm not really convinced. Yeah, well, it's it's not Fire Shark, <laughs> and it's yeah, no, it's Hellfire. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you're correct. Well done. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Well done. Good job. That's Hellfire, the correct answer. That means five points. So, you know, almost, you just, you just need one more to say that you can, you know, you had more than 50%. So that's great. That's great. <laughs> People are laughing at me. Uh, no, they aren't. No, they aren't. This is very hard. This is, uh, believe me, no one laughs at, at guests when they go through the Sega Launch channel. Thank you. <laughs> believe me. Sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with question number eight. Mm -hmm. And I have one question for you. Do you, have you played Space Harrier? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Only okay. in the arcades I did, but no, I don't like that kind of 3D. Okay. okay. Superscaler so, is not my <laughs> okay mm -hmm. so um this this probably is a, a difficult question yeah but we'll see we'll see like all the rest <laughs> <laughs> no you're doing pretty well for people for a person that says that this is difficult being uh, lucky that's what being lucky. <laughs> okay so the question for space harrier is Upon starting a game of Space Harrier, what words are you greeted with? So, when you start a new game, yeah. there's a voice saying a cer certain words. Okay. okay. So, is it A, welcome to the danger zone, get ready. Okay. Yeah. So, welcome to the danger zone, yeah. get ready. Is it B, welcome to the safe zone, get ready. Welcome to the safe zone, get ready. Or C, welcome to the fantasy zone, get ready. So, fantasy zone. <laughs> it, it can't be fantasy zone, because, uh, or maybe it is. Danger zone, I mean, that's from Top Gun. But it's, maybe it is danger zone. Well, it can't be safe zone because it's not a safe zone. So you, you said you basically said it can't be any of the no, three options. No, it can't be any of these because they're <laughs> so, used in other. <laughs> option D certainly. Option D is the right. Yeah, one. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just welcome. <laughs> Just get ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Zone. I'll go with danger zone. I think so your your guess is fan, no, it's probably fantasy zone. So welcome but to the danger zone. There's a game called fantasy zone, so we can't beat fantasy zone. Maybe that. That is correct. That is correct. Yes. Be. Yes, that's true. That's true. Oh, it was hard. <laughs> it I can go be with, any of them. <laughs> but it's a fantasy. It's more of a fantasy. So, so I, I go I'll, with fantasy I'll, zone. I'll read you the three options again. Welcome to the danger zone. Get ready. Welcome to the safe zone, get ready, or welcome to the fantasy zone, get ready. It has to be fantasy zone. Welcome to the fantasy zone. I'll go with C. Final answer. Yeah, it's my final answer. For sure. Yeah. Michael. Yes. Your answer is... Before I tell you that, mm -hmm. I will yes. tell you that welcome to the safe zone was not... The correct answer. oh thank you oh. <laughs> that is not the correct answer so i'm i'm guessing you were the torn between safe and the other so yeah, safe is not exactly. the correct one uh, <laughs> the correct answer is welcome to the fantasy zone oh. well done get ready that's it correct <laughs> and once yes, again i'm lucky yeah yeah fantasy zone like the other game so it's it's kind of related okay apparently yeah. the same universe mm. Although they're not really similar games. Uh, 
Well done. Well done. So uh, six points, which six out of eight, which is great, and only two questions left. So let's let's get finished with this in style. Or number nine, question number nine. <laughs> no, you, you will not totally bomb. Uh, question number nine is the final Toa Plan question. In 1994, a shoot-em-up developed by Toa Plan was released in Japan under the name V5 or VV. Yeah. That same year, the game was released in the US under which of the following names? Do you uh, need yeah. options or do you... No, it's Grindstormer, but uh, <laughs> I've already said that as well, didn't I? So no, no options at all? No, I don't need them. It's Grindstormer. And go with Grindstormer? Yeah. But are you correct or not? That's I, the question if, here. If it's not part of the options, then it's going to be hard. <laughs> but then the it's options, D for sure. <laughs> the, the options were A, Fire Shark, B, Twin Cobra, or C, Grindstormer. Oh, so your correct your answer is correct, of course, Grindstormer. Well done. <laughs> good job. Good job. Yeah, That's new one. It. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, you're you're amazing. You're doing great here. <laughs> okay, so it's time for the final uh, question. The final question. I have to say, I I haven't chosen one, so let me pick for my list. Of ridiculously hard questions. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think Let's you go. are actually. <laughs> Let's go with with uh, a fantasy zone question. I think it's appropriate to end things. Do you, have you played Fantasy Zone? No, I haven't. No. Okay. So in Fantasy Zone, well, you, I have you... started it, but I can't say I've played it. No. Okay. Okay. Do you know the name of the ship that you play as? Oh. That's not the question, by the way. No, but, but uh, yeah. do you know it? I've heard it, but no. Okay. I, I so the I'm name, the name of the the ship, little ship, is Opa Opa. Oh, Opa yeah. Opa. Okay. The question is, in the fantasy zone universe, what is the name of Opa Opa's brother? Okay. So, option A, Opa Opa's brother. Option A, Upa Upa. Option B, Opa Bro. Option C, yada yo. <laughs> so is it upa upa, opa bro, or yada yo? It has to be A, upa upa. Why? <laughs> because the other one sounded so strange. <laughs> Seriously? Opa, the brother opa bro, of opa, yeah. opa 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 being called opa bro no, is strange? No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so you think you think Upa Upa doesn't sound strange? Yes, it does, but, <laughs> but strange in a in a Upa Upa kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> so final answer, Upa Upa. Yeah, final answer, Upa Upa. For glory, for lots of money, your answer is correct. Oh. Yes, yes. So that means 8 out of 10, Upa Upa was indeed the brother of Opa Opa. <laughs> Good job. That's great. So that means, Michael, and there's, there's a prize here, you get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval. Oh, thank you. Which people don't think it exists, but I will send it to you thank in you. a DM on Twitter. So you can keep it and cherish it forever. Yeah. Probably the most, uh, you know, the biggest prize, the most valuable thing you ever uh, earned in life. Most likely, and is, owned. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And, I'll be looking that, forward to this. Yeah. There you go. You already have it there. One Thank you. Thank you. So it's for much. you. It's the Sega Lounge seal of approval. Mm -hmm. And it's really a seal of approval. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, Michael, very good job, and thank you for being such a good sport. Uh, well done, well thank done. You. you did great in this very hard quiz. So, before we go, let's uh, let people know about uh, Tensor a little bit more. So, this is a very long game as well. So, you play through more than 40 levels, Yeah, right? Yeah, 40. I think it's 48. 
48. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Have you um, received feedback from people like... Um, are there people, for example, speedrunning the game or doing crazy stuff like that? Not as much as I hoped for <laughs> when I did the game. <laughs> That's why I did the, the cool jumping thing, you know, in the air. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, not that much. Uh, I've seen... Yeah, a few have done it, but yeah, not that mm -hmm. many. So not that many crazy people. Well, doing I wouldn't crazy call stuff. them crazy, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not that many. It's it's not hard to to probably you know take the record if mm -hmm. someone wanted to, because that's not that many out there. But, or maybe they did it really great because I don't know the limit or how fast you can really. Mm -hmm. Go through it either. So, yeah. Okay. So but this this I is get... a call a call to action to everyone yeah. listening to us. Get the game, and try to speed run it, and and send a, a, a link to the video to Michael. Yes, thank you. Would appreciate right. that very much. Let's try to set the world record for Tensor mm. on the Mega Drive. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, what what would you say people to people who are uh, learning about this game for the first time, listening to this podcast? Um, what would you tell them to you know maybe make them go buy it and try it? Oh, I don't have a how, how would you pitch sell for it? it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> first you have to you know look look at the screenshots. <laughs> if you like that, you go to YouTube and you search on Tensor, <laughs> and then you see how it plays, and then you talk to someone who's played it <laughs> and ask him what he thought about it, <laughs> and then if you still like it, you can go to the homepage and buy it. That's a very sensible pitch. Yes, yeah, I think <laughs> it's yes. what everyone not, should do for everyone. Not aggressive at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you make your research and then you base a decision upon it. Yep. Yes, because if you make your research, if you do your homework, you'll definitely want to buy it. So yeah, yeah. that's hopefully, the best. Hopefully way. that's yes. true. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, very good, Michael. One one last question that I always uh, ask my guests. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but in the U.S., uh, the Mega Drive, which was known there as the Genesis, the yeah. Sega Genesis, mm -hmm. they had a, a, a marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. They said that the Genesis had blast processing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Blast processing was really not a real thing, but it was a marketing gimmick yeah. to say that it was more powerful than the competition. So my question to you is, if you could add blast processing, let's imagine it's a real thing yeah. that makes everything more powerful. Mm. If you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? Oh, <laughs> to the <laughs> COVID-19 thing, no? Mm. Do a, what do you call it? Uh, the, the research, the vaccine? Yeah, ex exactly. To get the, the research to get the vaccine should be blast processed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or maybe they shouldn't actually, should do it properly. No, no shortcuts. <laughs> but but if, <laughs> if it's possible with blast processing to do that, then it should be used there. Because, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. don't really like spending time at home and mm -hmm. yeah, the social thing of it as well. So I think this needs to be blast processed. I agree. I definitely agree. That's that's a very good and topical uh, answer there. <laughs> very up to date. Yeah. Yes. Yes, definitely. Good good answer. Good answer. Are you doing okay these days? Are you Yeah, yes we are. Yeah. You know, you've heard your family. The, yeah, yes, me and my family are okay and mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, but we've got a lot of you know, I'm in Sweden. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that means something <laughs> these days, you know. Oh, you're from Sweden. You're having that strategy for the corona thing, you know. No, it's uh, I think it's going okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, but at least you, you're staying safe. That's the most yeah, important thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we want you to stay safe as well because we, we want that shoot em up as well as soon as possible. Yep. It's we're, we're being as selfish as here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, 
uh, stay safe. Thank you very much, Michael, for, for coming on the show. Hopefully you. you can come back in the future yeah. to tell us a little bit when the other game is ready, to yeah. tell us a little bit more about that. And have to study we... a few Sega questions. Yes, maybe we... Yes, yes, you can study on, on Sega history, yeah. and I will make an even harder quiz for you. Maybe it's uh, 70 years anniversary done so we can yeah <laughs> so well, i have to remember remember this yeah. year 2020 60 years old so 2030 70. Yeah. remember that yes. that's the most important thing oh, God. <laughs> in 10 years i've forgotten about it <laughs> okay yeah. michael thank you very much mm -hmm. and stay safe out there thank you very much for having me Big thank you to Michael Tillander, and I apologize for failing to pronounce your name the correct way, sir. You'll find links to the Mega Cat Studios online shop where you can order Tanzer in physical format in the show notes. Please do check it out. If you're curious about the game and want to know how it plays and sounds, I'll be doing a launch follow-up Twitch stream on my channel on Wednesday, October 7th from 9pm UK time. I'll be playing through the game, or trying at least. I'll probably be dying a lot, so you will be able to at least laugh at my lack of skills. Twitch.tv forward slash KC underscore Radio Man. Wednesday, October 7th from 9pm UK time. Before I wrap up things for the week, I am very honored to share a bit of news that I received today. I was contacted by the fine folks at Fitspot saying that the Sega Lounge was included in their top 10 Sega podcasts you must follow in 2020 list. Not only that, but when I went and checked the list, we are number one on that list. Wow, that's amazing. I'll leave a link to the full list on the show notes, as there are other friends of the show on there, and all of them are podcasts you should definitely check out if you have the time. So again, thanks Feedspot for naming the Sega Lounge the number one podcast you must follow this year. Wow. Of course, none of this would be possible without you guys, the listeners, and I have to say, your support for the current season of the show has been tremendous and humbling. Thank you very, very much. And on that particularly surprising note, I'll say goodbye for the week. Thank you again for listening. Stay safe. Please do your best to stay happy. I'll see you all next time when we once again reopen the doors of the Sega Lounge. Bye bye The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.